Hello, and welcome to From A to Z, a podcast about Amazon.com. I'm Cassie, and I'm here with Christina and Hannah. In today's episode, we'll be talking about the pros as well as a few cons of Amazon Prime. I always assume that everyone has heard of Amazon Prime and has a membership. But for you listeners who are unfamiliar with the history of Prime, Amazon launched Prime as a premium membership service for Amazon.com in 2005. This new service offered members free two-day shipping for only $79 a year. I feel like most people associate Amazon Prime with two-day shipping, but what a lot of members and non-members alike don't know is that since Amazon's Prime creation, the service has evolved to offer so much more than just faster shipping at no extra cost. Exactly. In 2011, Amazon Prime members gained access to thousands of ad-free movies and TV shows included with their membership. And in 2014, Prime Pantry, Prime Music, and Prime Photos were added to the perks of a Prime membership. Prime Day was launched in 2015 and was greeted with enough enthusiasm by customers that Amazon will be hosting its fifth annual Prime Day sale on Amazon.com this July. Now, in 2019, Amazon touts that Prime offers benefits which include free, fast shipping for eligible purchases, streaming of movies, TV shows and music, exclusive shopping deals and selection, unlimited streaming, and more. Although the cost of a membership has risen from its original $79 a year to $119 a year, memberships are now receiving much more than just free two-day shipping, so the price raise is worth it for most customers because of all the fancy Amazon features that you get with it. I have an Amazon Prime membership, and one of my favorite features is Prime Video. I always turn to Prime Video when I can't find specific movies on Netflix and Hulu. Prime Video offers TV shows and movies that can't necessarily be found on Netflix or Hulu. My boyfriend loves to watch The Marvelous Miss Maisel, an Amazon original. I have Prime too, but I share it with my family so that we get all the benefits of Prime, but we're only paying one membership fee. If I didn't share an account and had to pay for my own, I probably wouldn't get one. I rarely shop on Amazon. The only show I watch on Prime Video is Chuck, which I watch with my boyfriend's account. And I'm a pretty patient person, so I don't need my purchases to arrive in two days. I share an account with my parents, too, but I agree. If I didn't share one, I probably wouldn't pay for it myself because $119 is a lot of money, and I don't think I would order enough stuff to make it worth the cost. Plus, I already pay for Netflix, so I don't need video services. Do you think you would share your account with your parents, Hannah? I'm not sure I want my parents seeing my interesting finds on Amazon. There are a lot of weird products you can get using Amazon Prime. My favorite Prime product is a Nicolas Cage sequin pillow cover. It's only $9. In case any of you listeners are fellow Nicolas Cage lovers, the link for the sequin pillow can be found in our show notes. Well, it seems like there are a lot of weird products on Prime because there are just so many products available on Amazon in general. Currently, the number of eligible Prime products is 100 million. That's a 500% increase from the 20 million products that qualified for Prime in 2014. It's true. There are tons of items that are eligible for free two-day shipping with a Prime membership, and that's a great feature that comes with the membership. But as Christina mentioned earlier, if you don't typically shop on Amazon, paying the yearly $119 membership fee could turn into a waste of money. The advent of Amazon Prime has also benefited sellers on Amazon.com. Selling a Prime product on Amazon can greatly increase a seller's profit because customers are more likely to buy a product if it's Prime eligible knowing their purchased goods will arrive faster. When choosing between two pretty much identical products, customers will choose the one that's Prime eligible. 
Since Prime products are more commonly bought on Amazon, sellers are desperate to get the Prime label next to their products. But how does a product become eligible for Prime? Well, Amazon only has two requirements that a product must meet before it can become a Prime product. The seller has to sell on Fulfillment by Amazon, or FBA. But really, with FBA, Amazon takes care of all of the heavy lifting, so all you have to do is find the next best-selling item. That's an easy step. There are tons of videos that tell you how to sell products using Fulfillment by Amazon. But the second requirement is where becoming primed gets a little more difficult. In order to become a prime product, the items you're selling have to have amazing seller metrics. Unfortunately, Amazon doesn't reveal exactly how amazing these metrics have to be in order to join the millions of other products sold with Prime. But there are so many Prime products, so it clearly isn't impossible to become eligible for Prime. Sellers on Amazon are eager for their products to be christened with the Prime check because of the sheer number of Prime members. Based on the most recent statistics, there are over 100 million Amazon Prime members. In America, 51% of U.S. households are Prime users. That means that more than 90 million people in the U.S. alone can buy Prime products. And that doesn't even include the 60 million Prime customers found worldwide. No wonder sellers on Amazon are dying to have Prime products. Well, selling on Amazon definitely isn't all sunshine and rainbows. It has its struggles too, but that's a topic for another episode. Even though there are some potential issues with selling on Prime, both buyers and sellers benefit immensely from it. Amazon's main goal with Prime isn't even to make money. They say it's primarily a service designed to enhance overall customer experience and convenience. While the three of us like Amazon and all have Prime memberships, there are definitely some downsides to the service. If you're a person who rarely shops online, only makes a few big purchases, and subscribes to Netflix or Hulu, don't waste your money on Prime. Customers who get the most out of Prime are the ones who make a lot of purchases throughout the year. Without Prime, if your purchase is over $25, then you automatically get free shipping without having to pay the $119 fee. Another bad thing about being a Prime member, especially a really dedicated Prime member, is that Amazon becomes the only store you'll shop at. You're not going to buy something from a different website if you have to pay shipping fees. Amazon's customers are very loyal, but that loyalty is negatively impacting other retailers, and some concerns have been raised that Amazon is becoming too powerful. Lastly, if you have a Prime membership, you're most likely going to spend more money online than you would without Prime. Everyone should try and save money, right? Another aspect of Amazon that has some great features but also has its share of issues is the infamous Prime Day. On July 15, 2015, Amazon launched its first ever Prime Day to celebrate the company's 20th birthday. The day offered deals similar to those found on Black Friday and Cyber Monday exclusively for Prime members. Amazon created this day not only to generate additional sales but to also increase Prime membership. Since the creation of Prime Day, it has been an annual event held in mid-July, and the success of the event has drastically increased each year. I can see how Prime Day would increase membership. I mean, if they have really good deals, who would want to miss out? I am obsessed with Black Friday and Cyber Monday shopping, so the idea of Black Friday in July would convince me to join Prime if I didn't already have a membership. Did you know that last year on Prime Day, Amazon welcomed more new Prime members than any other day in Amazon history? I'm surprised that Amazon gets so many customers for Prime Day. I heard that a lot of people think of it as a joke. One website even called it an online garage sale, saying it's basically all the stuff Amazon doesn't want anymore, plus one or two hidden gems. Well, it's the most profitable garage sale I've ever heard of. 
Amazon has not released total Prime Day sales, but analysts have estimated them to be approximately $415 million in 2015, $525 million in 2016, $1 billion in 2017, and a whopping $4.2 billion in 2018. In 2015 and 2016, Prime Day lasted 24 hours. Obviously, because it's Prime Day. Yes, but in 2017, Amazon expanded the day to last 30 hours, and in 2018, it lasted 36 hours, starting on July 16th at noon and running until July 17th at midnight. That's similar to how Black Friday deals have been starting the day before, as early as 5 p.m. for some department stores in recent years. Prime Day details for 2019 have not yet been released, but based on the past years, I'm sure Amazon will have some way of making the event even longer, way longer than it needs to be. Amazon might as well start hosting a Prime Week if they keep the expansions up. They probably operate using trial and error to find what methods for Prime Day generate the most sales. Maybe they figured out the longer they have the event, the more money they will make. I wonder how long they can expand it before their sales begin to decrease. Well, so far, they don't seem to have any troubles with declining sales. In 2018, there were reportedly 89 million visits to Amazon.com of Prime members from 17 different countries and an estimated 100 million products purchased during the 36 hours. Personally, as I have an Amazon Prime account that I use quite frequently, I have never purchased anything on Prime Day. The first time I ever actually heard of Prime Day was this past July. I browsed the website but was honestly unaware of how big of a deal the event is. Really? My younger brother loves anything that deals with technology, so when he heard that Amazon was having a big deals event, he started planning what he would want weeks in advance. Granted, he wasn't impressed by any of the sales, so he's never bought anything on Prime Day. But he really likes its premise. Amazon's list of Prime Day bestsellers by country is an indicator of the weird items that Amazon offers discounts for on Prime Day. Last year, the bestseller in the U.S. was an Instant Pot pressure cooker. 300,000 of those bad boys were sold on Prime Day. Really? My mom got one of those for Christmas. I wonder if my uncle bought it on Prime Day. <laughs> I bet he did. Singapore's bestseller was Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, and in Japan, it was a bag of sketchy-looking protein powder. This year, I will definitely be shopping on Prime Day looking for discounted goods. Even though most of the items on sale for Prime Day are things I would never buy, I did hear that the best discounts are offered on products made by Amazon, and I have been wanting to buy an Alexa. Yeah, the best deals on Prime Day include Amazon Echoes, Amazon TVs, and Amazon Fire Sticks. But aside from those big-ticket items, most of the deals are on small, everyday items like Flintstones Vitamins. Some items, like school supplies, are cheaper in retail stores in August when there are back-to-school sales. I heard that last year they had a hard time with website traffic control because of the millions of people trying to access the site. Because of an overload of users, customers would find their shopping carts suddenly empty, links to products wouldn't work, or customers couldn't get on the website at all. It's been reported that for last year's Prime Day, Amazon.com began having issues at 3.05 Eastern Standard Time. Prime Day started at 3 o'clock. Five minutes into Amazon's biggest sale of the year and their website glitches. That's ridiculous. I mean, Amazon has the technological ability to get a drone to deliver packages, but they can't get their website to work properly? The troubles did not affect just the shopping platform, but also affected Prime Video and Twitch. A majority of the issues were solely among U.S. customers, but problems with Prime Video lasted for an extended period of time in the U.K. The worst of the outages lasted for 63 minutes, and some sites have predicted that during this time, Amazon lost almost $100 million in sales. In my opinion, these Amazon glitches are unacceptable. 
Amazon's goal with Prime Day was to get an unprecedented number of customers to Amazon.com, so they definitely should have ensured that the site could handle that sort of traffic. As customers had issues with the site, Prime Day error pages would appear with images of employees' dogs to try to lighten the bad moods that could result from the crash. Seeing the dogs of Amazon helped to lessen the customers' immense anger towards Amazon's lack of preparation for their big sale. And hashtag Dogs of Amazon trended on Twitter because of these error messages. I saw the dogs of Amazon when I was trying to look at the Prime deals. I think it's interesting that Amazon prepared enough to have cute dogs show up on the screen when the website crashed, but didn't prepare enough to stop the website crashes. I guess it's nice they let us look at cute dogs, though. Cute dogs are better than nothing. If you want to see some of the cute doggies that greeted customers on Prime Day, check out our show notes for some of our favorites or search Dogs of Amazon on Twitter. Glitches weren't the only thing that Amazon had to deal with for the 2018 Prime Day. The tech company also had employees on strike. Workers in Spain and Germany went on strike over working hours and conditions. There were also increased complaints from fulfillment centers in the UK about safety incidents. Amazon denies these claims, but we all know this company doesn't have the best track record with healthy working environments. Now let's recap. Amazon Prime is way more than just free two-day shipping. If and only if you are a frequent Amazon shopper and don't already have a Netflix or Hulu membership, then the newly raised price is reasonable considering all the features that come with a Prime membership. If you don't make a lot of small purchases on Amazon that really take advantage of the free two-day shipping, then you probably shouldn't waste $119 a year on something you wouldn't use. Amazon's Prime Day has gotten the company tons of sales, though they definitely still have some kinks to work out. While Amazon may offer good deals on Prime Day, this doesn't excuse the fact that Amazon has done some sketchy things as a company and is known for treating their employees poorly. While Amazon is extremely quick and convenient, keep some of those cons in mind when deciding if you want to give them your money. However, if you do decide to get a Prime membership, we won't judge. We all have one and we love them. Thanks for listening. Be sure to tune into the next episode of From A to Z when we dive into a new aspect of the giant tech company Amazon has become.